Good morning. My name is Jay Rosenthal. I'm the Managing Director of Business of Cannabis. Welcome back to Cannabis Daily for Friday, January 14th. If you like what you see, you can check out the rest of our channel with our full Business of Cannabis archive, archive right here. So please do subscribe. And for those new to Business of Cannabis, since 2017, we've highlighted the companies, brands, people, and trends driving the cannabis industry. And that's what we look to do here every day. Following the rundown of the key stories we're following, we'll get our BFC Live segment up. And that's where we connect with uh, today. We'll connect with Bina Goldenberg, the CEO of Organogram. We'd love to hear from you in the comments and always feel free to visit us at businessofcannabis.com as well as through all social channels, including Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. But before we get going, we encourage you to check out two of our upcoming events. First, our retail series in January, which will be online. It's presented by Leafly and Vitrina Group. We'll be looking at inventory planning for 2022 for cannabis retailers, for, so check that out. And our Business of Cannabis Miami event, which is April 6th. We'll be talking about uh, cannabis retail tech, design, and data. Also check out that in the description below. Now, for today's stories, Ease opens their first storefronts. A study is hoping to find a more accurate way to check if you're too high to drive. And the Canadian government is finally going to host a forum on diversity and equity in cannabis. And the Polish cannabis blockchain startup Trust raised 400,000 euro. For our first story, one of the largest cannabis delivery companies in the game, Ease, has opened its first two dispensaries, that according to Forbes. The seven-year-old company opened, opened one in San Diego and the other in Santa Ana via acquisition. Now, Ease pivoted to a vertically integrated model in 2020 after nearly running out of cash. Last August, the company acquired Green Dragon Dispensaries, which operate in Colorado and Florida. And while delivery will remain the company backbone of the company, according to their CEO, they said they'll be looking to expand Ease and Green Dragon retailers into Massachusetts, New Jersey, and Oregon. For our second story, researchers at Massachusetts General Hospital have identified a new way to measure THC impairment with a brain imaging procedure. This according to the Harvard Gazette. We don't often quote the Harvard Gazette. From labor to driving, there isn't yet a reliable way to measure impairment. And while breathalyzer tests and blood alcohol tests could or some blood tests could detect THC in the bloodstream, they aren't able to show when the THC was ingested or if the individual is actually impaired. So identification of acute impairment through THC intoxication through portable brain imaging could be a vital tool in the hands of police officers in the field. This according to one of the authors of the report. For our third story, while many U.S. states have already developed equity-focused initiatives to support a diverse cannabis industry, the Canadian government is just now hosting its first forum focused on the topic, and this month, after three years of legalization and nearly a decade of legal cannabis before that, the current issues identified by stakeholders include underrepresentation of groups that have historically been over-policed under prohibitions such as black and indigenous communities, regulatory barriers preventing indigenous participa participation in the industry, and expungement of cannabis-related criminal records. The Cannabis Licensing Outreach Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Forum will run in the afternoon on January 26th and January 27th, and you can find links to this program and how to participate in the description below. Finally, a Polish cannabis blockchain startup focused on seed-to-sale supply chain security has raised 400,000 euro. The company was launched in November. The company will use the funds to finish the development on its proprietary Trust Trace platform and begin testing it in the UK, Ireland, Malta, Poland, Denmark, and Uganda starting this spring. Co-founder Mike Sikorsky said the tech will reduce costs and time. Quote, if adopted, it would decrease costs and make compliance checks easy, which in effect would stimulate market growth and further increase consumer safety. 
Now, those are the stories we are watching today. Join 10,000 others and catch all these stories in your inbox every day at 7 a.m. Eastern with our Cannabis Daily Newsletter. Coming up on our BOC Live podcast conversation, we'll connect with Bina Goldenberg of Organogram, the Moncton, New Brunswick-based cannabis producer. This week, Organogram released their quarterly financials, which show increased revenue and market share, accelerated EBITDA positivity, as well as a key Quebec acquisition. So we wanted to connect with her. This is Bina Goldenberg, the CEO of Organogram. Thanks for being here, Bina. Thank you. It's nice joining you again. Uh, it is nice joining, and and um, I feel I find people are are keen to join and talk to about successes. Uh, and and you've had several. You released your financials this week. Um, there's been a big acquisition that we saw, I guess, over the holidays or in December. Uh, there's been some major investments you guys have made. Talk a little bit about sort of big picture where Organogram is right now because um, it's gobbling up a lot of news time, but also a lot of market share. Yeah, sure. Listen, we're very excited about the momentum our business has. Even following our fourth quarter results, we've had a great record quarter in Q1 that we just announced um, yesterday. Um, so hitting a, a record for our company. And, and our obviously revenue growth really ties back to our recreational market share growth. We hit a 7.6% market share in December versus 4.4% you know, a year ago, so almost doubling. And that 7.6% market share doesn't reflect the benefit of the Laurentian brands that we just bought in December. So we'll talk about that soon. But overall, great, great results on our, our uh, earnings. Uh, we actually accelerated our target for EBITDA positive positivity. We're, we accelerated one quarter to Q3 of our fiscal 2022. Um, because of the accretive nature of the Laurentian acquisition. Uh, so let's dive into that uh, now. So congratulations on all that. But 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 dive into that now and talk about what it means uh, for for the company overall. Yes, yeah, certainly. So um, there was a couple of strategic reasons we were very excited about this acquisition. First of all, it got us a presence in the Quebec marketplace, a really important market. Um, you know, third largest in terms of cannabis but sales, but also given the SQTC has evolved to really support Quebec-based uh, companies, having you know, operations on the ground in Quebec was very important to us. Um, but set, and, and you know, the obviously opportunity to leverage that to our rest of our organogram brands with the SQTC. But the other really important thing with Laurentian was they, ha they have products in two categories that we don't currently participate in. One was the craft flower, um, and they have their Laurentian brand with craft flower. And the second one was in the concentrates category, but they have their Tromblon cannabis brand, uh, which is a, lead, a leader in hash uh, in the Quebec market. So we're very excited about you know, filling gaps in our portfolio and filling gaps in our regional presence with this acquisition. Yeah, and Quebec's a huge market. I think it's often um, maybe overlooked, but certainly not from a... Um, Quebecers like their cannabis and they buy it a lot and, and all the time. And the SDQC, I'm going to screw up their initials, but it is, um, you know, they do, it is a difficult market to crack into, but once you're in it, the sell-through is, is quite extraordinary. 
Yeah, no, absolutely. And the interesting thing about Quebec right now is because they don't allow edibles uh, in that marketplace and vapes, really the concentrates area is, is an exciting area for us. And, and the trombone hash has really established itself in that marketplace. Uh, they just started to expand that presence outside of Quebec, but were um, sort of limited by their capacity. So as part of the acquisition, we announced a $7 million investment to expand their capacity, moving their craft flour from 600 kilograms to 3,000 kilograms a year, and moving their hash from a million units of production, uh, a million units to 2 million units. So doubling that capacity. That will allow us to, to leverage our sales force nationally to expand those offerings across the country. And there is, there is, if you look at the numbers across the country, there are Quebec-based flower brands that are doing really well across the country. Yeah, listen, we believe the Trombone brand has got great recognition across the country. And, you know, as a premium offering, we think it'll do wonders for our portfolio. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. Um, another uh, sort of thing that came across our desk as well was another uh, additional investment into some synthetic cannabinoid um, uh, research and development. Talk a little bit about that. Certainly. So it, it's consistent with our focus has always been on R&D. You know, that's back to our uh, association with British American Tobacco as well, sort of longer term investment in technology and IP. And we have a, an investment in Hyacinth Biological um, and they work on biosynthesis. And uh, we had already invested, but we added another tranche up to $10 million of investment in the company, uh, represents just under 49% of the company. And what we're excited about this is the work that they're doing. We had um, consultants in to help evaluate their IP and really feel like they have patents pending, but really feel that they have a technology or an IP that is more scalable than some of our competitors. And really the benefit of biosynthesis is really to get um, some of those rare cannabinoids that you really can't get out of the plants because they come in such small quantities, but also a purer form of CBD that we believe really becomes interesting in the wellness, pharmaceutical, and food space down the road. Um, obviously, biosynthesis takes less cost, it's, it's uh, less environmental impact, and really the opportunity to create the or have these cannabinoids without the, the cannabis plants. So it's a, it's a very exciting technology for us. But I would, again, put it in the same bucket as the product development collaboration we have with British American Tobacco. It's our continued focus on you know, technology and IP for the future. So unlocking future potential. Today, we have a lot of new products for today, uh, but, but we continue to work on the future as well. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a pretty good rundown of what's going on at Organogram, right? It's like uh, increased market share, uh, accelerated EBITDA uh, improvement, um, an acquisition in Quebec that brings brands into Quebec, but also uh, from Quebec out, uh, biosynthesis um, uh, investment in R&D. That's a, it's a pretty good quarter to talk about. Yeah, it's, it's been a, an exciting quarter and, and really, really strong momentum on our business as we carry forward into our next quarter. So, you know, we have had success. You know, the question is, you know, why are we gaining market share when potentially others are, are not as successful? And, and I'd say, you know, we've been focused. This is a focused approach, really a cannabis pure play company 
We've got some of our competitors that are deep focused on integrations and restructuring and, 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 you know, that is, and those are big efforts when they do those and they're shuttering facilities and optimizing and rationalizing. Instead, we're pure play uh, cannabis focused on growing our market share, listening to our consumers, understanding what they're looking for and, and innovating and launching products that meet those needs. Yeah. And anybody who watches sort of top 10 lists of products across the country, well, what's over your, I guess it'd be your left shoulder and your right shoulder, right? Shred is, is, is shredding it. Um, uh, so, so kudos to you and the team. We always look forward to connecting with you, sort of get updates. Um, so uh, thank you for joining us here today. We look forward to connecting with you down the road and um, continue success. Thank you so much. You got it. That was episode 10 of Cannabis Daily. Thank you for joining us here today and all week. And please do subscribe to our YouTube channel. Have a great weekend and we'll see you all on Monday.